Welcome to Push Rim Life After Injury Podcast for June 20, 2013, episode 28, Leaving the Nest. I'm Ray Pizarro. I'm Richard Bell. I'd like to thank our audience for being with us today. Uh, on this episode, we're going to be sharing uh, our story with our special guest today that's going to be talking about how it was for her as a teen and transitioning from her injury, school, and ultimately living independently. Um, so with that, we welcome Rosie. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, so we'll just start out with, um, well, how about a little background? Like, how was life uh, before your injury? Um, and at what age did you have your injury? Well, well, my injury, I had it at 17. So before that, I mean, I didn't have a Not job much. or anything. Yeah. But, okay. um, you know, I was in high school. I ran track and cross country. You know, hang out with friends, you know, the team stuff. That's right. And then something tragic happened. Well, I had an accident at a water park when I was 17 in 2001. And I'm a C6, C7 quad. Okay. And then um, what hospital did you go to initially? I went to Pomona Valley in Pomona. And I got transferred to Rancho Los Amigos for rehab. Okay. And then... How was rehab there? Because I was there. I mean, after you, but I was there too. Um, It was, I mean, it was rehab. It was, I mean, it was difficult. Yeah. Um, but it was a, a good, a good hospital. How long did you stay? Um, I was there for a little over three months. Yeah, that's about what I averaged when I was in mine. Three months. Yeah. Didn't get much out of it, but. I got nothing out of it. But I mean, not, not you know, I learned about my injury, that's for sure. That's most important. And what was the toughest thing about rehab for you that you could remember? Well, right from the beginning, since, you know, the few first weeks, I couldn't sit up on a chair. Mm. And I'm like an outdoorsy person, so I just wanted sun. So I had them roll out the whole bed nice. to the courtyard, and I just stayed soaked, out Soaked there. in all the sunshine. Yeah. Because you remember, we, when we were in the hospital, we were always cold, right? Oh, yeah. They yes. always had the AC turned up super high, and we're like shaking. Yeah, and as quads, we don't really control our core temp anyway. Their body temperature is out of whack, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, my, yeah, I, my memories of Rancho, uh, I, I can't really remember too much about it. But then after Rancho, you moved back in with your... Uh, parents or yeah went back to my family's home um very small home very difficult living there i didn't fit in the bathrooms and the kitchen was too tight so i basically just sat in bed and oh that's not good and um but that's when you decided you know i'm gonna go back to school or yeah so i went back to high school i finished High school, um, I was homeschooled the first semester. Mm. My track coach was bringing me all the work, but um, she also did tell me that my counselors there at the high school said that I was never going to graduate and that I was not coming back to school. So I wanted to prove them wrong, and I went back to school. Good for you. And I graduated. And I was in homeschool the second semester. I went back to the actual school. You wow. proved you proved them wrong. Yes. Good. Yeah, that's. Well, take. how was I mean, like going back to school as you know, high school. I mean, I mean, I remember high school. You know, I don't think it would be uh, that easy going back in a chair. You know, 
It was pretty difficult. We didn't really have that many disabled students in our high school. Um, it was pretty difficult. Just, I had an aide. That was a little embarrassing. You know, I'm 17. I don't want an adult person with me at all times. So that was a little weird or, you know, for me to get used to. Yeah, escorting you everywhere, pushing you up ramps, um, yes. maybe helping you at lunch, lunch, your lunch breaks. Yeah, and... she had to help me, you know, feed me. She would take notes for me. Mm -hmm. She was there every single minute. Well, yeah. well, first of all, I got to give you a big, big, big applause for just getting your mind strong enough to take that challenge. So, you know, as young as you are and, you know, at that age, we have a lot of self-esteem issues. Oh, how do we look and all this and that. And for you to say, you know what, I'm going to go back to school, forget the chair. I'm, I'm just going to push forward and, 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 you know, let people see that I can still do it. And how did your friends react? The friends that I had, I kind of lost them, but I did gain new friends. They just didn't get it. You know, we're 17. I'm not really trying to focus on boys at that time. I'm, you know, I'm going to rehab and they didn't get it. So we parted ways and, but I, I made new friends, which I still have in my life. Good for you. So after graduation, um, what, what did you transition into college after? I went to Cerritos Community College. Good. And I took photography there. And that was a little bit difficult as well. I didn't have my aid anymore, so I had to get into a, a power chair. Mm -hmm. So that helped me get around, but still trying to open doors by myself. Um, you know, carrying my books actually taking my own notes now but yeah i could imagine those books could weigh a ton you know and for you to be in a manual chair pushing across across campus every little pound <laughs> yeah every pound you can feel yeah it's pretty especially tough. as quads you know so you found photography um you really enjoyed that yeah i really really enjoyed it i took probably every single photography class there and well, now I'm a photographer, so. Right on. Yeah. Got a Willie photographer here. So how's your studio? Do you have a studio you work out of or? Yes, I do mostly portraits, studio portraits. Um, I have a studio set up at home. Oh, cool. Occasionally I do landscapes. Mm -hmm. Um, on my own. Right. No Recreationally. No I don't do any weddings. That's kind of difficult. Challenging. Right. It's challenging. Yeah, because yeah. they always have that. Uh, stage or, yeah, you know, or ladders. Certain shots, you know. Um, I mean, I could. Yeah. I feel like I could do anything. But I just, it's not my thing. Right, right. Doing no, it's a great hobby. Weddings. You know, and later you can start making a little money of it. And we're going to run a couple of screenshots of your work uh, as we, you know, on our video uh, YouTube channel so people can check out what you do. Yeah, and then, um, so you were initially living at home. Then you moved out? Yeah, um, I was at home for about a year, and then I moved out. Um, I had a roommate for about a year and a half, but I ended up coming back home to my parents' house. And at that time, they had moved into a bigger home now. Mm. So that was better, but there were still challenges. Right. They were not used to me being there anymore, so everything was on the top drawers. Um, they would leave stuff on the floor. Uh, that was really annoying. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. 
I know. The wife always leaves the remote on the floor. So you stayed there for a while? And I then... stayed there till I was uh, 21. Okay. And then finally I decided that I had to move out again and have my own place and where I could set up however I yeah, want. Yeah, lady needs her space. That's right. So, yeah, coming from a Hispanic family, it was difficult. They weren't too happy that I was going to leave mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. But... I just, I had to. Yeah, I was in your shoes. Uh, I heard at age 20, um, 24 after that, and I'm like, I need to go. I need to start my own little adventure and be my own man and have my own things and come home at whatever time I wanted to. And, and we learn from our mistakes. You know, that's that's life, even if you're not hurt. You're going to go through life and be like, oh, my God, I messed up. I bet when you moved out, you missed your mom's cooking, though. That I did. I miss her cooking, and I didn't even live with her. <laughs> that was something. You know, little things you miss, but you always have to remember to leave on good terms because you never know what around the corner is going to lie and if what situation you're going to be in where you have to fall back again. And, you know, family, they're always going to have their doors open for you, and, and that's what I tell everyone, you know, that, that does move out. Always leave on good terms. and. Just tell them, reassure them that I'll be okay. And if I do have some issues, and I could give you guys a call to help. Cool. And then um, I, I saw your really nice car. And so <laughs> when did you start driving? I Well, since I had just turned 17, I, I didn't know how to do anything else. But I had my car. That oh, was okay. that. I got it when I was 17. Oh, okay. How long did it take you to drive again after... Not long, like I said, uh, maybe, I don't know, like six months later. Wow. That was, that <laughs> has to be a record. That's I, quick. I didn't yeah. know how to get in the car, but uh-huh. I, I had my license for it and everything. I just Good. knew that that's what I wanted. You know, being a teenager. You got to drive. Yeah. You have to. I remember my first time I drove, went through the drive-thru. I was like blown away. That first day I was like, yeah, I could do a drive-thru. I don't have to starve or wait to get somewhere. You remember that. Yeah. yeah. Then you have dropped the fries on the floor and everything else. Yeah. It was. Yeah. And yeah, we, to this day, in and out. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> drive-thru, baby. Yeah. That's wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that you, you shared the, the, you know, everyone's, depending how early you get hurt, as you got hurt as a teen, I guess I, I was considered a borderline teen. I was 20 at the time, but, you know, there's times where people, some people make the transition and move out. Some people don't, you know, they stay home and they don't want to leave. They think they can't do it on their own. And yeah, that's really not good. Not good for you. I think the more you try to do, the better you get at doing even the simple things. Yeah. So, yeah, I always look forward to challenges. Any kind of challenge doesn't matter. Yeah. And I remember my first challenge after coming home was um, I couldn't move my arms really that well. So um, getting the elevator to work first because I was determined to get to the bar across the street because, you know, <laughs> that's the place where everybody knew my name. So. Got to get your cocktail in, right? But yeah, but that was the end end goal was to get there by myself without the wife knowing. So I had to, you know, work at hitting those elevator buttons, lifting my arm. So I I know you went through some of the same stuff, but um, I can't imagine. I mean, I had the wife, but um, 
you you moved out and did it on your own, huh? Yeah, and it was difficult. One of the challenges that I remember was, um, since I am a quad too, cooking. I was going to ask you about that. I'm like, do, do you cook? And- uh, I have recently started cooking because I try to, you know, eat healthier now and not mm-hmm. go to the drive-thrus since, mm-hmm. but it's more easier and convenient. Right. But yeah, I've, I've learned my ways. Like how to put the cutting board on your lap and yes. chop up veggies and maybe have a toaster oven. You could pop stuff in there or maybe one of those. George Foreman thing grills or grill things. Yeah, I use all that. That's what he uses. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's, I wish I could do more, but just the thought of me throwing hot water or grease on my legs, that scares me because I did have a, a friend of mine that got really bad grease burn. She was frying chicken and she was a para, but she had the handle out the wrong way. She turned and everything flipped onto her legs and then she had a, I don't know what degree burns, but she was really bad, and they had to wrap both of her legs. So whatever you do, just little tips there. Just make sure you cover your legs if you're doing any grilling. Yes, I always cover my legs. With something that could protect you just in case. Yes, um, I did burn my my the bottom of my hand once. Did you feel it? No, I did not feel it. And I didn't feel it, and I guess I had a blister, Mm. and it just... I Opened peeled up. it off. Mm. And for some reason, I just looked and I was like, oh, my oh, God, shoot. I just burned myself. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, that's happened to me where I'm like, something something doesn't feel right. And I look and I've burnt my wrist or, yeah. And some people, in case we heard stories where they put their laptops on their lap, they hear that yeah. story. And, and then, hot. yeah, they yeah. get overheated and they don't know. They can't feel. They get home. They're blistered up. They're top of their knees and thighs are like yeah always cover your legs yeah have a little something uh, to protect it right yeah and if uh, when you fall um how much help do you need to get back into your chair i have fallen at home and i i can't go straight from the ground to my chair i'll try to climb like onto the couch or yeah have an in-between level yeah and then make the jump up yeah yeah, that's that. Yeah, if I we've me and Rich fall, we're down, and we need two, yeah. maybe three men to help us in yeah. our chair. We fall really. At one time, one time it took six, but the last time you were there, it was only three guys. Yeah, they were big though. Well, you were strapped into your chair while you oh, yeah, were yeah. head first onto that sidewalk. So, yeah. Yeah. but I wear a seat belt now, so that helps. Oh, okay. A lot yeah. belt, buckle up for safety. <laughs> Yeah, that was, you know, we take falls, we learn, you know, we get rid of that fear factor and we know that red line not to cross, you know, yeah. and now we're always looking down when we roll because those little, those oh, little man. rocks you know those. are oh those <laughs> A few months ago, I fell on the street because of a little rock. Yeah, that got yeah. you. Yeah. What happened? How, how did it happen? I, you know, I was going to eat my, I was going to meet up my friend and mm-hmm. she was already inside the restaurant. And so I was late. So I didn't rushing. notice there was a little rock. And that's all and it took. One little word. Yeah. And there was a car passing by. The guy got out. He held me up. But oh, good. I was more embarrassed than hurt. We all do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I've fallen on my face, but you know, it doesn't hurt that bad. It's no. like nothing to be afraid of. No. It's going to happen. You just try to roll with it. 
Uh, that's the best I can, best advice I can give. It's a blow to your ego, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I don't even have an ego, so it's no problem. Yeah, it's still a little bashful. I come into the wherever I'm at, all red and like flushed. I'm like, dude, everyone saw me. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I've seen him fall a couple of times. Yeah, slow motion. Nobody was around, so I didn't feel too. But bad. I had to, I had to go get security for you. Oh yeah, because one person <laughs> wasn't enough. No. No. You know, your knees are everywhere. We're like jellyfish, basically, when we fall. Our legs are over there and elbows, knees, yeah. and we've got to gather ourselves. And We're scared of pressure sores. And Oh, my God, did I hurt myself? So have you gotten out more in your chair and gotten your skill level up a lot better? Actually, yes. Um, A year ago, I, I'm actually terrified of pushing my chair uh, on the street. Because I'm, I'm never really by myself. Right. But about a year ago, I went to New York to visit a friend. Oh, and New York? I went by myself. And I stayed in the hotel by myself. And my friend was taking too long to come get me. And I was hungry. So I walked, uh, walked. I pushed okay. about 16 blocks, I think, mm-hmm. to Times Square by myself. Wow. That was the first time that I had been out by myself on the street. Was it fun? I know it was kind of liberating. Scary. Huh? I did get stuck on one of the, the curb cuts. Curb cuts, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody just helped me a little, little push. But once you got to your destination, I'm sure you were I like, was yeah. so happy. I have like a gazillion pictures of my destination. Yeah. How was um how was the airplane ride though? That's a pretty long flight, what about six hours? Um it was it was hours. a little you know, my butt gets a little tired. Mm-hmm. But um Did you bring a did you sit on a cushion or did no, you No, I sat on the regular, regular seat? seat. Okay, next time don't do that because I know a couple friends that took short flights from like here to San Francisco and broke down. Uh their bottom broke down. So just FYI, next time just put a little pad or Make sure you put your cushion there because that's the last thing you want to develop is a, is a pressure sore. And you use, you just use a, when you travel like that, don't you use a little cushion you get from like Costco? Yeah, or? you could do a, a cutout, foam cut, even a foam cutout, molded, whatever. But I just play safe before my chair goes underneath. I grab the cushion, the cushion. real quick and have them put it on the seat first and then. I have no issues. I have a high cushion now, so I don't yeah, know how that so would work I. out. You got to take out I mean. air. I mean, if it's an air cushion, just take out half of the air because it inflates when you go up top. I don't have an air cushion. Oh, yeah. not an air cushion? Which one do you have? Um, the, the one that has like gel. Oh, or... the gel cushion. Oh, J2 gel. Yeah, J2 J. gel. Okay. Yeah, I have the I have that ride system now, and yeah, it's, it's really hard. I know why she said it's too high. Her legs might dangle or, or not touch the floor when she sits on. She'll be like way up top. Yeah, I'm kind of tall, so imagine. Yeah, that I don't know. That wouldn't work out. I'd be uncomfortable. No, yeah, that's nowhere to lay my head. Or mm-hmm. But wow, as as we wrap up here, I mean, we're getting close to to wrapping up. We'd like to um, first of all, thanks Rosie for being with us and sharing your your story with people. I'm sure a lot of people out there has gone to similar situations where you had to make that. You know, leave the nest like we we titled the, the episode, and it's, it's not only leave the nest, but go to New York, get out on your own. No, that's that's passing. Yeah, that's doing a lot. Right? Yeah, that's doing a whole lot. Yeah, we congratulate you on your um, brave story there, and and um, do you have anywhere people could maybe say hi to you or contact you? You can find me on Pushroom. Okay, good deal. 
So that's a good place to look. That's right. Yeah, you Got can me. find me on Pushroom too. Um, <laughs> and you can also find our podcast if you don't know already. We're on Club Pushroom. And uh, feel free to subscribe. And then also, uh, yeah, if it, give us a thumbs up too. If you enjoyed the show, you know, it'd help more people tap into our, our network. And um, we're also on iTunes. So check us out. Do a, a put us in your ear when you go out for a roll and, and um, tap into our, our episodes. Uh, and all of our videos and everything is on our website, www.pushroom.com. So check right. us out there. We have a lot of stuff on there events and blogs and. So, a lot yeah. of stuff. So. Number one thing is to get, um, you know, engage with people. You know, go out to events, go to support groups, and learn from each other. So, and remember, there's always life after injury. It's not over. So, um, and with that, we leave you. And thanks again, Rosie, Thank Rosie, you. for being here. And you'll be seeing more of her as she sits in for a lot more episodes. Um, and with that, say goodbye. Peace out. See ya. Bye.